the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Better believe it. Morning, everybody. A beautiful Saturday morning, 9 a.m., 710 KNUS, Saturday, the 26th of November, 2022. 41 the high and 20 degrees and then 47 on Sunday. We have a packed house. Uh, We're going to begin in just a moment with Robert Spencer. Then Frank DeAngelis is on the radio show. And then it was announced yesterday that longtime sportscaster from Channel 9 was a great friend. Mike Nolan passed away. And one of his closest friends was Steve Harms. And Steve will be on the radio show with us. We'll take a few minutes and talk about the life and times of Mike Nolan. In the meantime, um, I get to these moments with Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch. I'm going to call him at the house. There are so many things I wanted to bounce off of you. And begin with a somewhat easier one is the World Cup and alcohol. Uh, Mr. Spencer is truly one of the most, in terms of speaking about politics in the Middle East, I don't think there's anybody I know that's better than Mr. Spencer. So we all found out. And was there a double deal, a triple deal, or is that sort of how it goes down? Mr. Spencer, good morning. Hey, Peter, how are you? I'm well, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, in Qatar, it's been quite a show, and I don't even mean the soccer games. Uh, it's, It's just so absurd. What's happening? Budweiser paid $75 million to be the official beer of the World Cup. And then they banned beer sales at the I know. stadium. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think anybody could have seen this coming, really, because Qatar uh, is going to enforce Islamic law. But because the world, the Western world, has been systematically lied to for so many years about what Islamic law actually involves. Nobody nobody realized what was going to be involved in Qatar having the World Cup. I've read that they had initially given it the green light, and if you're in a private box uh, supported by the royal family, but the sale of beer, and it was only two days before the soccer tournament was set to start. I know nothing at all about soccer. I don't want to talk about soccer, but I thought, aren't you smart enough? And I talked to a couple of friends that I respect. Aren't you smart, 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 smart enough? Aren't you smart enough to know that you all those English guys and German guys and friends, they all want to drink? Yes. Um, did you see the picture of the guy? I saw it on the Internet, and he's dressed like a crusader. Have you, have you seen that guy's picture yeah. yet? <laughs> I saw that. And they banned him from the stadium. They banned him. Yeah, he's there. They have that chain mail heads on and stuff, and they're going like, and they have a, uh, they have a, a, a crusader cross on the shoulder. So, I mean, it's what a screw up. And uh, somebody else that I know that understands this game says they are. Not, I don't know this to be true, but they're literally giving away tickets so people will come to the games. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's kind of turned into a disaster for them. They thought it was going to be this PR bonanza. But instead, it's shown the light on the reality of Islamic law. And a lot of people were surprised because 
as I said, they've been told all these years that uh, Islamic law is perfectly benign and compatible with Western values. And now they see up close that it isn't. And this is not what Qatar wanted or suspected. They actually did think that it was going to be a showcase for Islam. They got preachers who preach in all languages, expecting everybody there to be subjected to Islamic preaching. Uh, they did not expect, however, that everybody was going to see the dark side of Islamic law, but they have. And again, the hypocrisy, apparently from my reading, champagne, wine, whiskey, and other alcohol is to, will, will be served or in the luxury hospitality areas. <laughs> no one knows. I mean, it's, it's, it's the double standard, but outside of those places... Um, you know, the, the rank and file, you know, British, what, what do they call them? Hooligans, the soccer hooligans or. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah soccer hooligans. That's yeah. It. And yeah, they can't, they have to go somewhere off away from the premises to get a drink. And they, they said, look, so, I'll just read it to you. Cause I, I pulled it down on the web. Some fans like a beer at the match and some don't. And, but the real issue is the last minute U-turn, which speaks to the wider problem the total lack of communication and clarity from organizing committees towards fans and supporters. So they just dropped, yeah. they just dropped the piano on them, right? Right. I mean, they took the 75, as far as I know, they took Budweiser's $75 million. They didn't tell them, oh, by the way, you're not going to be able to sell the beer at the actual games. And the parent company is called A-B-I-N-B-E-V, InBev. From my reading again, it's the parent of the World Cup beer sponsor Budweiser, and I don't know about that. Well, I'm just reading. I mean, it's, it's called capital A, capital B, then small n, i n, and then large, capital B E V. And okay. they they paid. I'll just read it to pay tens of millions of dollars at each World Cup for exclusive rights to sell beer, which is already they've already shipped it. It was apparently from Britain to Qatar in expectation of selling its product to millions of fans. The, yeah. co the company's partnership with the FIFA started back in 1986 when they had negotiations renewing their deal from the next World Cup in North America. And They actually, I've seen the cans. They printed yeah, up yeah. all these yeah. special cans, yeah. you know, the official beer of the 22, sure. 2022 World Cup. As a as a longtime observer, what's the lesson, if there is one? Well, they should have known going in that this was going to be a problem. They should have been aware, the Budweiser people yeah. and everybody else, that the cutter was likely to enforce Sharia and not be uh, hospitable to their selling their product. They should have asked them yeah. and made sure that they had assurances that were legally binding so they could recoup some of their losses in the event in, in, in the event of what exactly happened. So is it a, a night 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 they're they're naive about who these people are or did the the cutter people change their mind on them or they just never ask? They probably never asked. They were naive. They assumed that Everything was going to be fine because, after all, haven't they been told for 20 years yeah. that Islamic law has nothing yeah. wrong with it at all? No. We should welcome it. Yeah. The United States government helped to install it in Iraq and Afghanistan. And so what could possibly be wrong How, with it? What could go wrong? 
I, um, Robert Spencer's here. It's eight minutes after the hour of nine. And then I'm reading a story last night that there's a diplomatic row brewing between Saudi Arabia, and they pulled the plug on uh, on Qatar or on Qatar um, in, on the World Cup, and they they broke off the official feed. And you know, once again, it's the, it's the mindset, you know, of okay, well, you know, we nothing really is is cemented in in agreement. And I wonder, wow, what's that about? What's the tension between yeah. Saudi Arabia and Qatar about? Yeah. Yes, probably because Saudi is trying to uh, modernize and get away from Wahhabism to some degree, as much as it can, in order to attract foreign investment, and so on. And so Qatar is giving the world a bracing look at what it means to live under Islamic law, precisely while the Saudis are trying to divert attention away from that. That makes sense. So what they're saying, that's really not us. Yes. Now, moving to the, I thought, one of the more interesting highlights of the week, and again, uh, when you watch the you know the big press, they kind of stay away from this. But um, Biden granting immunity to the Saudi Crown Prince in the Khashoggi killing. What, what the you uh, obviously? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, this is all such entertaining stuff. You know, he came into office saying we're going to treat this guy like a pariah because of Khashoggi, and then. He guts the domestic oil industry. He ruins our energy independence. And then he's dependent on the Saudis again. So he has to go hat in hand over to Riyadh, trying to plead with them to lower oil prices so that uh, he doesn't face entire electoral ruin. Of course, they've got that all taken care of in other ways. And so uh, in order to try to relieve some of the pressure, though, on the American people with these rising oil prices, that Biden himself caused, he has to go back on his tough talk regarding MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, and the Khashoggi killing, and even make sure that uh, MBS doesn't suffer any consequences as a result of these actions that Biden has so strongly criticized. And it's true. And then also, the Trump family this week signed a deal with the Saudi Arabians, the real estate developers, behind it's a 1.6 billion dollar property project and one of the reasons i really supported donald trump was he said he and he got in that beef with uh with jeb bush and he said you know i think there was seven different answers jeb gave about 9-11 in the saudis and um donald trump at one point said well if you elect me i'll tell you who really did knock the towers down and and obviously, at least in my belief, it, it's the Sods. And so the Trump family has signed a a, a licensing deal with a Saudi developer, $1.6 billion. So I'm looking at Biden, Budweiser, the Trump family. The Sods are winning, aren't they? Yeah, sure. They're doing fine. Uh, I mean, this is the thing that happens that when they've got so much money, they can buy anyone and anyone can be bought. Yeah. I mean, I I saw this as this. There there has been a power shift in the world, and if we're not careful, this country's not careful. We will be pushed out of that power shift. 
Do you do you believe that, Mr. Spencer? Yeah, no doubt about it. I think that it's very clear from the talks between uh, Russia and China and various other countries, particularly countries such as Turkey, which is, after all, a NATO member, and yet they're making this deal with Russia to supply oil to Europe. And it indicates that there is a tremendous shift in the balance of power in the world. And partly that's because of the manifest incompetence mm. and poor leadership that we have in America today. I guess the one and only Robert Spencer, 12 after the hour. And then again, the other story that has by and large disappeared, it has appeared at the World Cup, the Iranians. And the the talk that comes out, it's on all, very much alternative news outlets, but they're trying to crack down on these dissidents. We have talked about this before. The conditions now, Mr. Spencer? The uh, protests are still going on. The Iranian government is responding with increasing brutality, trying to just kill the protesters off. They have killed, at last count, 326 people. I'm sure the actual number is much higher. They have imprisoned thousands. They keep thinking that they can terrorize the population into submission. And the Iranian people, at least some of them, seem to be determined to outlast them and to show that no matter how much they try to terrorize them, they will just keep coming. And they are hoping eventually that the whole thing will break. Do you think that? The, uh, yeah, I think it very well could. The, the authorities themselves will be disgusted and not want to continue to follow through with this kind of persecution. We've already seen people in the state broadcaster uh, hmm. leave their jobs. They don't want to. They don't want to be reporting on all this, and they don't want to be on the side of the oppressors. We've seen, of course, the soccer team in Qatar, the Iranian oh, yeah. soccer team, That's true. register its own protest. And so there are a lot of signs that uh, people are beginning to break within the ruling group. And we can only hope that that will continue because that's what's really going to be necessary for the government to fall. You know, if the security forces refuse to enforce the brutality. When it, what it reminded me of when I was a young man, when Soviet athletes uh, would be in situations, and they would always send, the, they were KGB guys, but they called them, uh, you know, athletic commissars, whatever jackets they put on them, to keep them in line uh, when they were traveling abroad. And every once in a while, every once in a while, some Soviet athlete would, would break away. But what they mm -hmm. what they did know was then retribution would be taken against their families. So you you know you towed the line, and I, I thought about that, and and yet these World Cup um, fans are supporting the the uh, the protests, and um, some of the stuff is going back home to Iran. It's very brave. We don't think of it that way, but it's very it's very brave, isn't it? Is it not? Oh, yeah. Everything's on the line for these people. They know they could be put in prison indefinitely. They know they could be killed outright. They know their family could be killed. And the fact that it's still going on is an extraordinary indication of the courage of the Iranian people and of their disgust with yeah. this regime. When men revolt 
is and always and, when historians ask that question always when do men revolt and why do they revolt and and they revolt when they've had enough and indeed. they've had enough of the islamic republic yeah no i think so and it's the great line uh and i forget which of the historians said men revolt on their knees not on their backs if they are so you know on their backs so badly that they can't get up but on their knees when they start to rise is when revolutions take place and these guys are clearly on their knees and yep and I, you know now now they um, they they dub this guy the supreme leader and i thought well, what a what a great title to be called the supreme leader but how much clout did these mullahs have mr spencer well it's an absolute yeah. dictatorship yeah sure they have they can do whatever they want and they have done whatever they want for 40 years yeah. there is no restraint on their power and there's no other authority that they feel bound to respect and so in previous protests the protesters knew that this was likely to be the end of their lives and there weren't enough of them who were willing to take that kind of risk the difference now is that they know that very well but they just keep coming yeah i mean that speaks volumes and mm -hmm. part of it is the internet and people can see what the real world is about and there's all kinds of different variables in this but um, then I come back one more time to the Biden administration backing the Saudi crown prince giving him Im immunity in the Khashoggi killing and I thought you know it, and again I you and I ponder this but was that Biden that decided that or somebody decided it for Joe and told him what to do Oh, I don't think Joe's deciding anything. Thank he's you. actually made that clear yeah. many times yeah. when he says that, uh, oh, I'm going to get in trouble if yeah. I take a question yeah. here, or yeah. I've been told that I'm supposed to call on this person now. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's so far gone that he doesn't even have the savvy anymore to cover up the fact that he's just a front man. Yeah. I, um, I'm watching him, and I thought to myself, this – this call on uh, the Saudi uh, uh, crown prince, I, w I, I, I doubt seriously if he had anything to do with it except to say it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything you want to leave us with that you're watching? I thought the no beer at the World Cup thing was funny, but, uh, but so, su such an, su so instrumental in the lack of a mindset that you've been teaching for t over 20 years. Oh, yeah. And uh, it shows that they've kind of shot themselves in the foot. The uh, media and intelligentsia, when they have lied to us all these years about Islam and Islamic law, because now people are completely unprepared for what they'll encounter in a place like Qatar. And so they have every reason to be upset with the uh, the the shapers of world opinion. Yeah. We'll see, however, if they end up actually but being so. The thing that stumped me, and my son and I, we had lunch together yesterday. We're talking about it. I said, "How did they not know?" <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, the investment was so tremendous, and then all the media attention. And how did how did they not know? I mean, uh, uh, Peter, they've been told for years that it's Islamophobic to think things like that. Must be the reason that it's racist. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it must oh, be. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you got to believe at Budweiser World Headquarters, wherever that is, St. Louis, I'm guessing, 
But this was beer that was brewed in uh, in Great Britain. And somebody has to be looking at somebody right now and said, "What what what did you or what were we thinking to make this deal?" Because mm-hmm. Bud, Budweiser is the the kick in the slats. I mean, they're the of all, of everybody. You know, as if I was a corporate guy and I'm not, I'd be asking, "Why didn't you see this? Why didn't you know this?" Look in Britain. Just uh, recently, there's been a big controversy because a teacher, a guest speaker, actually, at a school actually said that the 9-11 hijackers were Muslims. And this is so forbidden in Britain. There's a huge controversy over it. The police were called. It's a huge deal. And that just shows how far from reality they are. And so, of course, they had no idea what was coming in Qatar. No. I will talk before the holidays, but thank you, Mr. Spencer, as always. Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch. Give the website, if you would, please, sir. Yeah, jihadwatch.org. That's J-I-H-A-D-watch.org. It's an amazing week. Thank you, sir. Best to you. Be safe. Thank you. Um, Coming up on the radio show in the next hour, Frank DeAngelis. And I, these shootings that now continue, is it sort of part of, is this now the new normal for our country? Steve Harms will be on the show. We'll talk about Mike Nolan. 303-696-1971. Lines are open. What do you make of this World Cup nonsense? But everything else that goes with it. And are we now living in what people have called the new normal, that we're used to it, that there was a time when a mass shooting would shock the conscience of our country and America now has grown accustomed to hearing news reports of mass shootings. I, I know I have. And the tragedy of these violent acts has never been diminished. People in this country have grown accustomed to their occurrence. Why? What do you think is going on? 303-696-1971. You will feel re- re- relaxed and at ease to an Aspen Dental Center's sedation dentistry. So whether you need a routine cleaning, same-day crown, or a one-day dental makeover, Doctors Brian Richter and Dr. Snyder and that team will ease your dental anxiety. If you are afraid of the dentist, please put it aside. Friends have gotten quality care, my family quality care, most up-to-date technology, less invasive treatments than the traditional dental procedures. Don't let the old school fears keep you from a beautiful smile and a healthy mouth. You'll be relaxed and comfortable with sedation dentistry. These are our guys. You need a deep cleaning. I waited too long, and this was back a couple years ago, and I got the deep cleaning done. Now I go all the time, get, get tuned up. Deep cleaning is quick, pain-free, and since you've last seen the dentist, well, please don't wait. Take time. Take the steps towards keeping your great smile. You know, bad teeth make you sick. Twin Aspen Dental Center's located Stroh Road on Parker Road in front of the Lehman Academy in Parker. And three, here's the number, 303-841-7466. The web is TwinAspenDentalCenter.com or TwinAspenDental.com. Just terrific people. The best. 303 303- Eight four one seven four six six eight four one seven four six six. Give them a call today. Twenty seven after the hour nine nine twenty seven Saturday morning, twenty sixth of November. Switching into December real quick. The uh, new editorial, the new column that I wrote is up on our website seven ten kus dot com. Click on shows. Click on me, and uh, it's on the Catholic Church. The uh, hypocrisy recently here in the Catholic Church. Also, the uh, shoot is up with Brother Jeff, 710 KNUS. Good morning, everyone. I'll tell you about that. We'll go right to the phones. The law offices of Dan Kaplis. 
there's just not a better guy. I mean, truly, when people get jammed up and you need a lawyer to talk to, this is the number, 303-907-5003. Incredibly successful law firm. Great lineup. Six former deputy DAs are now on the job. Capitalist's law firm believes that talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. Danny's firm, happy to share with you its track record of outstanding jury verdicts if you just need an answer to a question. 303-907-5003, help my family. Longtime friend and a good, decent man. They suggest you choose a law firm that shares your values. If you need Danny's help, 303-907-5003. The web is Kaplis, C-A-P-L-I-S, DanCaplisLaw.com. All right, to the phones we go. This is Chuck. Chuck, you're on the show. Good morning. Morning. Hope you had a good holiday, Pete. I did. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, okay, so you've got the shootings, right? Uh, yeah. And, and from what I understand, uh, Biden has you know called and uh, given condolences and so forth. But you have that situation out there in Idaho, and from what I understand, he he hasn't called there. And I'm wondering, is it because you got four white kids and a knife involved? Is, but you know, I I separate them. First of all, I don't know unless you know who the perp was, and I think they're quite different. I mean, it seems to me that whoever did that horrible set of four murders knew who those kids were. Uh, right. so it seems to me that mass shootings. Well, of course, this, the, the guy in the Walmart knew the um, knew his employees. But I, I think I really do believe they're different. But go ahead. Never mind. Go ahead, please. Well, one of the things with, with all this uh, crime, like whether it be mass shootings or uh, whatever the nature of it is, they, they get you used to it because. Um, oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm used. Aren't you with apologies? There was a time I wrote this when one mass shooting. We're going to talk with Frank DeAngelis could shock the country. Do you think? Oh, the, I you, mean, I remember the day of uh, Columbine, like that. Right, no, but I mean, are you shocked? All, are you now shocked when you read about another mass shooting? No, it, it's almost yeah. like uh, uh, just a, just a way of doing business in the country. It's no, it's not. Another, it's not a way of doing business. But are, no, no. What I'm saying is, it, no, it, it has no shock uh, shock value. But the reason I think uh, it's treated the way it is is because in a couple of years, it takes it off the table as an issue. It's just not a big deal anymore. Mm, that's You see my point? No, I don't. That's okay. way well, too... Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. You asked for my opinion. No, I, I understand that, but there, it has become, and it's a term I don't like, but I hear it often enough, the new normal. Right. And, well, that's... And um, but what, but what is going on in the country was my question that this is going on. Well, it's it's because uh, there's no more uh, rule of law. There's no more mm. like, enforcement. You've got people that are out on bail the very next. Uh, they're not. They're over. not. They're not, they're not mass shooters. No, no, no. I mean, I often oftentimes these mass shooters have never, although it's apparently going to turn out be different in that nightclub. But they had no rub with the law prior to doing what they did. No, but I mean, it, it just adds to the recipe. Uh, you, you look around. There's, um, I mean, there's all kinds of uh, crime. Uh, but this total. is this is over the top. You're going to go to your death. You're either going to spend the rest of your life in prison, or you're going to die at the scene 
Uh, that's not what the intent of criminals and criminals want to get away. Right. I mean, there's something here, and I've been thinking about it for, I guess, for the longest time. I thought, let's bring it to the show. But the new normal is not a term I really like, but why, I wrote this, why are there so many mass shootings in America? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I think here again, be, because there can be, there's, um, I, I just bring it into all crime. There's, there's no consequence of uh, anything anymore. It's just, these are, uh, these are dead men walking when they do it. They, they know. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But it's like, uh, it doesn't matter uh, anymore. Well, that doesn't matter. That's right. But they're, they're still, they're still, they're not because, you know, criminal, a criminal wants to do his or her crime and get away. These right. people, these people have no intent. But when you like, when you have no more value of life, because look at the abortion issue. Everybody, uh, do you think? Like, do you think abortion leads to mass shooting? Well, I, I think there's a a component that uh, a less lesser value of life, I think, helps to contribute. But we have had we have had legal abortion in this country for a number of years. Mass shootings really kind of they're not the first one was not Columbine, but Columbine Columbine was the the first one that got all this attention. And now, seemingly, there's one a week, or one sometimes twice a week. Something's going well, we on. Have, well, right, we have, uh, okay. But anyway, um, I uh, there's, there's something else I want to mention All too. Right. Uh, so Pelosi's leaving the scene, and this um, this Congressman Jeffries—I uh, can't remember his first name—that's uh, that's taking over, mm-hmm. and he he's pushing the, the racism thing. Now, I don't know how much you travel, but if you travel a lot. Um, I mean, geez. I mean, you have like a lot of a lot of cabin crews that are like uh, all black. I mean, you. What does that have to do with anything? Well, I mean, it's he's making it like a uh, like a white uh, black uh, well. issue. Like there is like uh, every white person is like a like a racist. But, no, uh, you look throughout the country; it's all it's all mixed. Okay. Everybody goes along. Right. That there's. All right. Okay. Well, all right, I all right. When when things break and don't work, my friend is Brad Apple at Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric. You know you're going to need them. And the best easy to remember number for all of your needs, three hundred three plumber, three hundred three plumber. That's it. Brent and they are Denver natives. Brad and Judy Apple, wonderful, just the best. Own Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric. They got it off the ground, licensed in 1983. So. If your furnace is getting old and not heating like it should be, we're going to go back through some cold days again. We're okay for a couple of days, and then it's going to drop again. Time. Time, and again, here you are. Time, plumbing, heating, and electric can clean and service your furnace for 69 bucks, normally a buck twenty. So if your furnace is getting old and not heating like it used to, Time, plumbing, heating, and electric have a blowout special on furnace replacement this month. Get $2,000 off of their standard price for a ream or a carrier furnace replacement. They came, they fixed our furnace, and it was like, dumb boy, I needed a new computer part. And they just, boom, boom, and they're in and they're out and they're gone. They offer financing starting at low as $62 a month for a brand-new furnace. Your old one will be recycled. Simply dial their easy-to-remember number, 303 Plumber. That's all you got to remember, 303 Plumber. Mention the Peter Boyle's furnace special. Get two grand off of the furnace special. And remember, 303 Plumber, 303 Plumber, 303 Plumber. That number again, 303 Plumber. What's the name we got up there? Hey, what's the name? We'll go to the caller. Huh? Help me out. All right. All right. Hey, Marcus, you're on the radio show. Good morning. 
Yeah, we were trying to figure out if we're the number one state with the mass shooting. Well, I was we had, too. Uh, I was too. Yeah, that's what we were trying to figure out. Yeah. No, no, it's horrible. <laughs> that's where we're laughing. <laughs> I know it's horrible, but no. I'm just thinking, uh, yeah. I um, I had the same thought when I was trying to put the show together, and I was thinking about you know the theater shooting, Columbine, obviously the yeah. gross the grocery store where they hid that Muslim guy, uh, the yeah. Q, the Q it, nightclub, the abortion place. I mean. It doesn't doesn't end, does it? No, but uh, it's just it seems like it's always in Colorado that it pops up, which is yeah. you know it's strange, Peter. No, I, I no, it's legitimate. It's a legitimate question. Yeah, so that's what I we were laughing about because uh, he was researching. So that's all I wanted to ask. Well, let me <laughs> ask you. I mean, is are you shocked now when you see a bulletin or you watch on the tube or whatever you know? way you get news and they said there's been another mass shooting and it was defined now how brutal was this four or more then it makes is what this definitive is if there are more than four victims four or more victims it's considered um a mass shooting when i I didn't know that till the night before last well, I, I didn't either. I no. just thought even if you lost three people and they were shooting everybody. No. The number that was given for mass yeah, is four or four more. Now, huh? Yeah. Well, hmm. but what do you do with it? it I mean, it, uh, 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 the the why? Yeah. You know, pretty soon, like, you just get numb to it. Yes. Uh, because it, it's become like an everyday thing that shouldn't happen. Yes. It, it just started some years ago, and it... I just can't figure it out. Could you imagine your manager going in there and shooting everybody? And like, and do right? you, you read what he left? He left sort of a manifesto, and he was saying that they thought he they called him Jeffrey Dahmer, and and he he would tie his phone up. He sounds pretty paranoid to me, and he um, thought they were breaking into his phone. And he's he, he's clearly I, I shouldn't say clearly, but he's yeah. he's paranoid and. And 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 that height well, that heightens. Isn't a drug dealer always paranoid or something? Yeah, I, but they're I don't real. Know, but but just, what's yeah. what's a great line? Even paranoids have real enemies. No, I mean doper, <laughs> d- doper, doper should be. But yeah. this guy was just—he was like he was working a target. Oh wow! And uh, I didn't know that. And he where he was the, I think he was the knight. They called him a leader, and he uh, <laughs> he wrote, he left a manifesto that parts of it have been published. And huh. and he talked about how the, his team had turned against him. And they called him Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I just, I just That's read it. That's terrible, yeah. but... No, yeah, no. Hey, listen, you can own one of those jobs. Um, but it, ask yourself, and then he thought they had broken into his phone, and he went and he bought a 9. He bought a 9 millimeter. Well, you know what amazed me in the state of Colorado... If you buy a hand pistol, it takes uh, three days before you can get it. They got to do a background and everything on you. And but I the, thought that was kind of strange. But, when he, I heard but he, he got he, it in one day. But he didn't have a CR. I mean, he, um, the guy in the uh, Q nightclub, those were ghosts. I talked to somebody the other night um, that said there was no there was no serial numbers on those guns on those guns. Now, those are ghosts, and there's there's people out there that can explain ghost guns better than I can, but. The guns were ghosts. Wow. Yeah, so, well, yeah. Yeah, so maybe somebody really understands firearms far more than I do. 
But I think he might we, call in. You know, oh, yeah. some experts. Yeah, they'll straighten it out. Yeah. It's good yeah. to hear you, man. Thanks. Oh, you too. 303-696-1971. This is a true fact. Over 49% of homes listed do not sell with the first real estate agent. As a result, often costing home sellers thousands of dollars in lower offers and painful costing and all the hold stuff, and it goes from here to there. I will recommend my realtor, Gay Ribble. I was up seeing the guys here, I don't know, about two weeks ago, and Gay was here, and she was on with Rand. She was on the radio show, and she was doing it with George. But Realtors Gay Ribble, the Empower Home Team, Keller Williams Realty DTC. Gay already has the buyers. In fact, she has over 14,000 ready buyers looking to buy right now. Gay leads the industry, getting your home sold fast for top dollar. She nets her seller 6% more on average. Gay will even guarantee if your home doesn't sell, she'll buy it for cash at a price acceptable to you. So if you or anyone you know is thinking about selling your home, things have planed off a little bit. So you need help. Gay Ribble, the Empower Home Team, direct at 833-301-SOLD. 833-301-SOLD. That's 833-301-SOLD. Or visit gayhasthebuyers.com. She spells it G-A-Y-E. Gayhasthebuyers.com. Gayhasthebuyers.com. Can someone explain to me what what a ghost gun is? I think I know, and oftentimes I think they are manufactured. Uh, you can, or sometimes they, you see those things where they buy parts and put them together, or you, you know, sometimes they can do it on the on, on those. Um, what they do when they can, they use the internet, not the internet. They use, yeah, they do use the internet, and the, the machine goes back and forth and. What's it called? 3D print. 3D, 3D print? 3D. Oh, 3D printing. Okay, yeah, that's... And so maybe, I mean, that's... But they were ghosts. Or at least I was told they were ghosts. Um, the spring shooter. And now I, th- I think this is a great move by his defense attorney. Uh, they're claiming he is uh, non-binary. <laughs> I'm thinking, is that one of the great defense moves you've ever heard in your life? Like, it's, it can't be a hate crime because really I'm one of you. And was this guy already in and out of the club before? Another legitimate question. 303-696-1971. 41 will be the high today. 47 on Sunday. Monday, 53 degrees. We can either... I'm waiting for the call. Um, give me a name. All right. Tracy, you're on the radio show. Thank you. Good morning. Hey, what's going on, Peter? Hey, I was listening to old Jimmy Sangenberger here. I don't know how long ago it was, but he was mentioning that 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 guy that shot all those people at that gay bar down there in the Springs, he he was uh, his, his father was a porn star and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I was just kind of thinking about that Matthew Shepard deal. You know how how those guys that killed Matthew Shepard were actually having an affair with him. Yeah, I mean, I've been told, and I don't know this in Florida in that gay nightclub when that guy went back in and murdered those people that he had been in the nightclub and perhaps and I, or maybe or I've been told actually had sex himself and then was so conflicted or self-hating that he went in well, what's, what what's what's really weird is how the government you know you know the politics you know this lady over here that uh What's that? What's that? That uh, mayor of Chicago or whatever, Lori Lightfoot. Mm-hmm, yeah. How they want to jump in and make this racist issue about it when when it's it's probably well, not true. But again, if you read Rules for Radicals, 
then what you do is always just simply define someone and negate their their principle. I mean, I've had it happen to me now for a couple of years. You know what? You know, you know. Actually, when that Matthew Shepard stuff happened, and that old preacher went up there and said AIDS was a cure for sure. homosexuals yeah, and sure. stuff, yeah. you know, that, that, that's that's actually sickening. Well, but it doesn't it, doesn't you know, it doesn't stop them. It, it's it's. And again, I don't think he should have his voice silenced. That's the interesting thing about the First well, Amendment. But but when when this well, how, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, how about this? You know, Dr. Peter Duesberg, there's a PBS documentary on how America create, gave AIDS to the world. No, it Dr. didn't. Dr. Peter Duesberg, well, it's, it, there's, it's a PBS documentary about well, it. Well, it, it, I, I, recomm- I could recommend a book. It was a book entitled, And the Ban Played On. And that's the definitive book on how AIDS arrives in America and AIDS comes out of Africa. And it comes in in a French-Canadian steward, a, a, a steward on a French-Canadian airliner, I think Air Canada. And I believe his last name was Delogu. Don't hold me to the last name, but he he brought he brought well, anyway, the first check, case. Check out Peter. Check out Peter Duesberg. He's a he's a German scientist that 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 run the the department at Berkeley University oh. in San Francisco. Well, you can say anything. There are people that say it was made in China and released on the American people, and that's a lie. And you know, people can say whatever they want to say. This is the, under, the wonderful thing about the First Amendment. But no more did the Chinese invent COVID and turn it loose on the world than than America caused AIDS. It didn't happen. Well, you know, I actually don't know. You know, there is such thing as biological warfare. But no, the Chinese right now are losing hundreds of people a day. The COVID is raging in China again. The COVID went to Italy. Well, what, the COVID went to Italy first. In um, in the story, what, is, what about all this this information that comes out, even from oh, uh, what, what, what's the attorney that you you guys have on there that you disagree with oh, regularly? I, I, you know, the beauty it, of the beauty of the First Amendment. You can say whatever the hell you want to say. Sometimes it well, comes, you know, some, some you know that's actually not not true. You know, you well, you're, and you're right. And I'll, tell, and I'll tell you what, my boy, you have no idea how right you are about that. I'm going to jump. I thank you. Thank you. 303-696-1971. He doesn't know how close he is in saying, you know, you really can't say that stuff. David Ellis, Cherry Creek, you've heard me talking about valuables and David and jewelers and fortunes and cash and securing appraisals from David. Um, This is that time of the year. And just in case you don't have a Rolex watch or rare coin set or a silver tea set, Let's go see David for all your meaningful gift-giving occasions. And David, David's jewelers have that right item, right price, special people. And it would, everybody's getting cool watches. An antique watch that you have, an emerald pennant, a gold necklace, or a diamond ring. This trusted jeweler has been buying precious metals and antiques in Colorado for decades. Dazzling cases filled with hundreds of new and used pieces for your loved one that you will treasure. Visit David Ellis Cherry Creek. He's my man, my friend. Look for the black awning on the corner of 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek, six days a week. He's there today. DavidEllisJewelry.com. Call my friend, David Ellis, at 303-322-8779. 303-322-8779. Six days a week. Shop and bop. Tell David I sent you. All right, we're going to do a turnaround here. All right, stay back. We come back. Saturday morning, November 26, 2022. Frank DeAngelis coming up, and then... 
Channel 7 sportscaster, talk show host Steve Harms, and very longtime best friend of Mike Nolan's, and was announced yesterday that former Channel 9 sportscaster Mike Nolan, who was a good friend and a good guy, passed away, and we'll do that. Um, the new column is up on the website, 710knus.com, from the Cherry Creek Chronicle, on the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church. The shoot is up. It's with Brother Jeff uh, to the wall here for a moment. First cases of COVID reported in Wuhan. Uh, that's precisely what I said. I said, but it, it went to Italy, and it went because of the uh, the people in, in leather, the leather business. And as you know, the Chinese can still tan. And this is if you do some reading and don't listen to talk radio. But so the a lot a lot of the manufacture of fine leather is certainly done in Italy, but not bringing in the product. And the Chinese apparently enjoyed the uh, many many prostitutes of Florence and other parts of Italy. And so when they came, they came what was known as hot. And one of the first epicenters of COVID outside of China was not the United States of America. It was in Italy. Uh, from Sheriff Reams this morning, he's become such a great friend. My opinion, mass shooters are modern-day serial killers. Even the killers want instant gratification. A ghost gun is built from non-serialized parts. Let's go to Guy. Hey, Guy, you're on a radio show, man. Thank you. Hey there. I'm just going to repeat what the sheriff just said, that the ghost guns are assembled with parts without a serial number. And if you remember, a while back, they had that uh, machine shop business yep, up I do. on the north side. I can't remember. I, I actually went where up there. They were machining parts, and people mm-hmm. were lining up to assemble their own right. AR. I went up to see it. because, Yeah, because they could do that with no, and then uh, the gun folks shut them down. Wasn't that, the, the gun itself really is the magazine and, and the, I mean, the barrel aside, stock aside, it's that centerpiece is the gun itself. And right, I, right. I, I rode my motorcycle. Everything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everything else can be purchased online so, so that you can. But here, here's, here's, here's my question. If, because both, apparently, I don't know this for real, both, both of those guns were ghost guns. Now, isn't there somewhere, I mean, every every firearm I have has a serial number on it. And so how would I get around, like, above the receiver, you know, different places where the where the manufacturer puts the puts the numbers? How do you how do you get around that again? Hard to tell. He could it could have been manufactured out of the country Mm. and uh, brought in and that sort of thing. And. So it, they didn't say that the serial numbers were sanded no. off. Or no, they anything. did not. They said the gun. Right. They said the guns right. were ghosts. So yeah, but a while back, I heard on the show. I don't know how much credence, mm-hmm. but they said that serial numbers are kind of a misnomer because huh. they said that no crime, no crime had ever been solved through the serial number of a gun. No, but they have by um, by the, uh, the the marks of the caliber when after the gun shot, and you can match that up right. to the murder weapon. Yes. But yes. I think you can trace yep, the gun. You definitely. can you can trace the gun. Um, yeah, through legitimate yeah, owners. Yeah, right. If it hasn't been stolen. Thank if you. If it's been stolen, then that throws everything out. No, I, I mean, it's... 
It's a. Can I jump real quick? How do you now handle? Is it the new normal to wake up one morning and hear there's been another mass shooting? Yeah, I. It mixed feelings there because I think that things like this have been happening. Certainly not to this no, magnitude. Not like, no, not, not like this. No. That that um, um, because they even go back to the. Uh, actually, the most fatalities attributed to a school was through a bombing back what? Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, but that was. Yeah, it was a. But that's again. I don't think you can use that to miscast anything. This is today. You and I speaking. Right. Um, I appreciate the call, I, I, Frank DeAngelis, who really went through one of the early one of these tragedies, and will ask his thoughts. A former Channel 7 sportscaster and talk show host Steve Harms coming on. 303-696-1971. 41 will be the high. 47 tomorrow. Stay right here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.